Welcome to the blogcast, Let There Be Lose. I'm your host, Linda Garcia, also known as Lose Warrior. The intention of this blogcast is to bring spirituality to the forefront. To not be afraid of what your intuition is telling you, but to encourage you to take action on it. Episode 72. Welcome back to another episode of Let There Be Lose. It's Tuesday, April 23rd, 2019. I'm going through a major transformation. If you accompanied me during the pink full moon ritual, then you understand bits and pieces of what it is that I am experiencing in terms of being called to level up. If you're on Patreon and you've listened to the extended bonus episode, I take a deeper dive into triggers that are associated with being called to move up to the next level. I shared in a caption on a post in Instagram roughly what I'm going through and I did receive requests to do an episode on this topic. And while I thought about doing the episode, I wasn't sure exactly what the lesson would be or what I could share other than what I had already shared on the caption of the post. There was also a comment on that post that mentioned that this experience that I talk about in the caption which is a transformative experience that we'll get into, reminded them of an experience that I talked about on the podcast that took place over a year ago. I'm going to link the episode in the description where I really believed in that moment that I was about to die. And on a spiritual level, I did die. It really got me thinking And so I began to start my workout routine for the day. And as I was working out, everything came to me full circle. And as I started to reflect on that time in my life, I realized how cyclical all of this really is. A year ago in December, when I did that hike with a friend, I had so many intentions of what I wanted to create. I wanted to create my very first red tent and dare I dream bigger and have a woman's retreat. I wanted to be consistent on Let There Be Lose. I wanted to experience expansion on the podcast. I wanted to develop an avid listener, a co-creator that I could share this journey with. I really wanted to create sisterhood. At that time, I had only been four months into the podcast. It wasn't long, and I had no idea of the journey that was up ahead. I did my first red tent, which was an amazing experience. I would have never dreamed for my first red tent to look the way it did, to manifest itself in the way it did. We all grow at a women's summit that I love and respect so much. I then executed my own personal red tent that was backed by my own money, by my own investment. And it was such an experience 
expansive experience for me. I opened my heart to receiving downloads of what all of the exercises would look like and they flowed through me. I couldn't keep up with the downloads I was receiving. I was writing as fast as I could. I still keep those five pages close to my desk because that experience of receiving the downloads, of receiving source, allowing source to move through me is so special to my heart. And it's also so close to the discoveries that I'm making now about having source within and being able to tap in to an infinite amount of intelligence that allows for us to create in a unique way that's specifically designed to self. I was terrified of public speaking during this time. I would have never imagined the amount of panels and the amount of speaking engagements that would have came shortly after. And now to see myself so comfortable in that space. The first time I did the red tent, I was shaking. My entire body was shaking to try and get the words out of my soul. The words that I knew were going to speak into the souls of the women that were in circle. And even though my voice was shaking, my knees were shaking and I was full of fear and anxiety, it still managed to manifest a powerful energy that was still so profound to the women that circled that day. I developed my confidence. In the same way that I'm speaking to you right now with my eyes closed, sitting down in my closet, there's no script, it feels like I'm writing, but I'm not. I'm just speaking from my soul, a vibration so deep that it feels like sweet poetry rolling off of my tongue. Who have I become? What is this? This spirit that fills me with depth and joy. I sound like a goddess, so tall and full of power and confidence and knowing. These last couple of weeks, I've been receiving downloads of visions that are so me they make sense but they're grand and i have to share with you what happened prior to me allowing myself to receive these visions that came prior to this i was self-sabotaging i was focusing on energy outside of me and it didn't take but a split second to understand there's something here Why am I focusing on this energy that's only creating negative energy for myself? What am I so afraid of? I understood that there was some spiritual work that needed to take place and it was important that I work through it in order to level up. But there were moments where I would sink into that energy and I would look to almost be on the attack on something that was so trivial and so irrelevant that had nothing to do with my mission. I came to the conclusion and understanding that I was attacking myself, that I was self-sabotaging in looking to connect to energy that wasn't serving because something great was on its way. Last week, when Marianne Williamson talked about saying the prayer of, I am willing to see this differently. I said it pertaining to that negative energy that was eating me up. It was eating a part of me up. 
And as soon as I said it, I received clarity from a completely different perspective. And shortly after, a wave of downloads came. And I realized how important it is to take note when negative energy comes and we want to find blame outside of us. We want to find drama outside of us. How key that is to our growth and how that can keep us in the same space. How we are personally attracting those experiences that we so boldly want to point fingers at. How we are attracting those experiences so that we keep ourselves from transforming. I began to receive the downloads and writing them down and talking to them with my manager and exploring them and and dreaming as big as we could possibly dream the dream the vision the download is just so big it's like beyond me we have to scale down and just look at step one how do we get step one how does step one take place I was preparing myself, I have been preparing myself for this experience in ways that I couldn't put together. I have been asked by my intuition to really take my health seriously and to begin working out. And so I committed to that. I committed to that. I'm 30 days in working out six days a week. When Easter Sunday came, I reached a point during the day where I felt so weak. Something was wrong. My vision was blurred. I felt like I couldn't walk. I couldn't focus. I felt like I couldn't breathe. My chest was tightening. My body was sore, but I wasn't sure if I was sore because of the workouts or was I feeling something else? Is something wrong? And the thought of death was just zooming in on me over and over. The thought of what if something's really wrong? What if I'm about to die? What if I need to go to the hospital? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if? I started to experience heavy chills. My bones were aching in ways that I couldn't explain. It felt like food poisoning, but it wasn't food poisoning. I had chills. I was sweating. And I have to share that I never once thought, I'm sick. I'm getting sick. I never once thought that. From the beginning, I knew I was going through something spiritually. I think that's why from the beginning, I associated these symptoms with the possibility of dying because I knew that something deeper was taking place. The next morning, I was exhausted, being up all night, and the chills came back. I found myself in complete desperation in the bathtub. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. And then I was called to ask for help. My intuition told me who I should reach out to, and she said, perfect timing. I could feel her working and clearing the energy. My feet felt so heavy. I could feel just everything releasing. I turned on my side into fetal position. I began to weep like a baby. And as I moved into fetal position, I understood this is the dark night of my soul. I woke up this morning feeling refreshed. No, I'm not at 100%. I'm somewhere in the 80s. 
And at around this time, I feel like I'm reaching the 90s. This morning, I had a conversation with Esoteric Essa and I opened up to her and let her know what I was feeling and what I had been going through. My thoughts surrounding death and what that could possibly mean. And she mentioned, it sounds like you're going through a transformational death. And that was it. It rang all through my body. There was a part of me last night that died. I'm being called to level up. There's work that needs to go into my expansion. And I needed to shed layers of myself. And this is all part of the cycle. It's all part of death, rebirth, growth, decline, death again, and rebirth again. It's the four phases that we are so connected to that allow for us to expand. That's it. A part of me died. And now I have visions that are so grand that I need to prepare to execute. I made it up that mountain and I reaped the rewards of the trek and everything I had to endure up that mountain. I died and I was reborn to fully embody what Lose Warrior meant. And now I feel like I'm being called to fly. And all of a sudden, the hawks make sense. The funny thing is that today on my workout, I start a new phase of my workout. This is phase two, where the workout gets harder. It's much more intense. The entire last 30 days were preparing me for this next cycle of the workout. The weights get heavier and the exercises become way more challenging than before. It was in that moment that I perfectly surrendered and thought, this is it. I must level up. I'm on phase two of this spiritual journey. And then it made me realize how many times Negative energy can come in to distract us and keep us away from death. Think about that. How many times can negative energy come in where you're focused on placing blame on other people, on looking for drama outside of yourself, and you're just focused on that? When you do that, you don't get to experience the full cycle of life. Move into death so that you could have rebirth and in turn bring in a new wave of transformation for yourself. It's a way to keep you alive without experiencing death like a zombie. Moving through life in bitterness, chasing people's energy that's so full of life's beautiful phases that you're seeking, but all because of the self-sabotaging energy you don't allow for yourself to fully move through what expansion really means. Stay focused. Don't allow for anything outside of you to distract you. And when you die, when you're in pain physically, when you don't understand emotionally what's taking place, remember that it's just a cycle and that this too shall pass and that on the other side is your mission completed full of beauty, and full of peace. Last year when I climbed up the mountain, I would have never in a million years imagined that not only would my Mujer Yena retreat 
manifest itself, but that it would be sponsored by brands like Adidas, that the women were going to get to enjoy GTS kombucha, that I would have a exclusive skincare collaboration with Brujita for the women at Mujer Yena Retreat. I never dreamed that I would level up the way I leveled up in this last cycle. The wisdom lies in understanding that when you do level up, you just have to level up again. That death is on the horizon. And that the pain and the doubt and the distractions and that the possibility of self-sabotage is just around the corner. Never forgetting that the seed of light that we carry within is constantly expanding. A level of awareness that is much more powerful than fear, doubt, and self-sabotage. May the light within keep growing stronger. Come on.